Welcome to the podcast of New City Church. We hope this podcast inspires you on your journey of inward and outward transformation. Please join us on Sundays. You can find more information on our website, grownewcity.church. God bless you. One who seeks love conceals an offense, but one who repeats it divides friends. One who seeks love conceals an offense, but one who repeats it divides friends. Proverbs 17.9 I had a dream that I had just gotten tickets to a Green Day concert, but one of my friends from college kept stopping me and telling me that I needed friendship and marriage counseling for some small thing I did eight years ago. And I was getting really mad at her, and I was telling her that she was making me miss the concert. But she insisted that I needed friendship and marriage counseling. And right when I was about to yell at her, I woke up. If she would have just let me go to the Green Day concert, I wouldn't have gotten so angry. If only she had concealed my offense, we could have both gone on to live our best dream lives. The verses read today show that, show how bringing up past offenses take away the tools to build a better future. The NIV translation of today's verse is a little more nuanced. It goes, whoever would foster love covers over an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. Whoever would foster love covers over an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. I like this translation a bit more because it's more specific. It talks about fostering love as in nurturing it and giving it what it needs to grow. Love covering an offense gives the relationship room to grow, room to breathe, while not allowing that hardens the hearts of all involved. It dirties those hearts as it's made clear that there's no room for redemption. Bringing up old wrongs is giving yourself permission to hurt someone else. I learned this really important life lesson from this anime I'm currently watching because we can experience the divine and God through these so-called secular places and the sermon series has constantly taught me that there is an abundance of wisdom throughout the universe including anime. This anime is called Bleach and it's about this group of people that help souls cross over into the afterlife and prevent evil souls from messing up the living world. But there was a scene in the anime where this girl wanted to ask this boy something really serious, but she knew the boy was going through a lot. So she decided not to say it because she didn't want to leave muddy footprints on his heart, the phrase that she used. And I found that phrase to be so powerful because it made me realize, when have I left muddy footprints on someone's heart? When have I entered a place uninvited only to trash it? When have I initiated a conversation with a friend only to leave that friend worse than when we met? In a way, mentioning past offenses is like tracking mud all over the place you worked so hard to clean. 
You put so much work into building friendships only to mess things up by tracking muddy footprints all over their hearts. And then we blame the other person when feelings inevitably get hurt. Bringing up old wrongs is kind of like muddying a person's heart as they're never given a chance to wipe the slate clean. If you read Proverbs all the way through, you'll see that some of the verses look like they're in opposition to, you, to each other, including the verse from today, but they just require a little more digging. Proverbs 27.6 says, Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Again, wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. What that means is sometimes you gotta say things as a friend that are gonna hurt, but done for purposes that are ultimately meant to protect that friend, to help and heal that friend, while an enemy will just flatter you. I saw a meme that said, anyone can tell you what you wanna hear, but a friend tells you what you need to hear. Sometimes a good friend can't always coat their words in sugar before delivering them. Sometimes the truth may be a gift, but it feels like a slap in the face. But being honest, even when it stings, is not the same as wounding unnecessarily. Being honest isn't the same as muddying up someone's heart. One thing that I always hated is when people use honesty to hurt someone then say that they're justified in doing it because they're just being honest. In too many cases, being a blunt friend is a code word for being a toxic friend. It's important to distinguish that these are not the kind of wounds from a friend that, a Bible, that the Bible is talking about. The Bible doesn't say it's okay to say whatever you want to say to whoever and you're protected from the consequences as long as you know a smart Bible verse. Just as today's verses precaution people from bringing up old harms, it's implied that it's not giving you a free pass to make new ones and to expect those around you to tolerate your behavior. Going back to that phrase fostering love, guiding and growing it, you gotta be a friend to get a friend or act worthy of having friends in order to keep your friends and have them cover your offenses. And you gotta be willing to cover theirs too. But some of you are probably saying, what if bringing up the offense is justified? I say, do it in love. If sin, at its most basic definition, is something that separates you from God and your neighbor, ask yourself if bringing up that offense will separate, will divide you from your neighbor, from your friend. And from there, it's easier to figure out how to react. Note that I said easier, but not easy. Being in any type of relationship is not easy. But God gave us relationships not as something to be seen as a burden, but constant practice to act more godly, to make God's will more than just dead words in a book, but something that we can live. God gave us the gift of relationships so that God can show us all the ways that she loves us by dwelling in those around us. Fostering love with a friend means fostering love with God. Bringing up old wrongs prevents the other person from being seen as a fellow child of God.
God gave us the book of Proverbs, the Bible as a whole, these sacred words inspired by her breath so that we can do relationships right. The chosen verse from today is God's way of making sure we treat people with care, even if the other person was in the wrong. I mean, it's not like God gave us an example in human form of how to treat people right when they've done us dirty. It's not like the cross exists for a reason, right? Joking aside, the verse from today is just a little microcosm of God's love for us, a precursor of her promise to give us the ultimate example in the form of her child leading us and teaching us better ways to love. When we look at today's verse with eyes like Jesus, we can see that in order to be in community with one another, we can't constantly make the past the present. Let relationships grow in new ways, ways rather than being chained to old ways of thinking. Jesus came to unchain us from old ways of thinking and pettiness cheaply passed off as righteousness is not one of the ways that we need to live. If we truly are to survive, letting the past stay in the past is imperative. But today's verse does not mean that we have to put up with mean or inappropriate behavior. This verse does not mean that letting people be mean is the way that we should go and not doing anything about it is appropriate, nor does it negate the power of setting boundaries, nor does it give people permission to be abusive. That's why the love part is so important. Love covers over an offense, not passivity covering over, covering over an offense, not revenge or retribution covering over an offense only to bring it back up as a weapon later, but love covering it. Before someone at home throws their shoe at the computer screen convinced that me mentioning love is nothing more than an empty phrase, I'll say this is why Proverbs is so important, why the book of Proverbs is so important because it gives us concrete instructions on how to love. Love is not bringing up an old offense. Love is knowing when not to say the thing you so desperately want to say because you know it'll drag mud all over that person's heart. Love is knowing when to say something that your friend needs to hear but may not want to hear but in ways that ultimately build you both up. Wisdom is not knowing what to do, but turning to the Bible for answers. And if you read through the entire book of Proverbs and are still not convinced that you should love responsibility, read it again, and again, and again. And hopefully the message will sink in more the fifth time around. But a lesson that I've learned from the sermon series is that you won't always be ready to receive wisdom all the time. And that's why it takes making friends, fostering relationships, and building community to stay on track. So what's an offense that you need to cover over? It can be something recent or old, but what's something that you need to let die in order to let your relationships live? What do you need to let go, to cover, to conceal with love that might be, this might be a good journal prompt for you to return to later, or maybe it'll spark a conversation that you've been putting off. Whatever the situation, know that you have an entire book to turn to if you get stuck. Siblings, family, 
May we turn the Proverbs to each other to learn how to see past an offense and see the person underneath. Love looks past an offense to unite and strengthen friends. May we turn to the examples that God has given us to love a little bit more responsibly. Amen.